You can tell I'm the old one because Ruth can stand here. Oh, you have got your glasses on. Yeah. It's crazy. I never really notice when people wear glasses. I'm terrible with that. I have to They're put mine on time. and off. They're just all the time. You are. That is Ruth. Okay. Well, and most of you I know know exactly who I am, that I'm Sue Horsepole. I was in this church for many, many years, and I am just one member of the amazing uh, schools ministry Billericay team. Ruth is... Uh, <laughs> serving me with my water, which is very nice. Um, yeah, so Ruth is uh, also part of the team. Actually, she's the longest serving. Ruth is SMB, uh, longest serving member. And uh, you've just got half of us here today, just the two of us. So the other half of the team are Charlotte Dove, who you all know really well, and Karen Tullett, who lots of you, some of you who've been here a long time, might, um, might know Karen a little bit. So we form the... Uh, awesome uh, foursome, I've just made that up so I'm quite impressed, uh, of Schools Ministry Billericay. So thank you so much for inviting us here to share about the work of SMB and give you a little update and uh, we really hope that you're going to be uh, inspired by what we sort of bring and share. Actually I just had a little moment when about three songs ago we sang, um, but it does fit in, uh, we sang My Jesus, My Saviour. And uh, that's a grown-up song, isn't it? It's not a children's song. But that was the favourite song of Daniel. Now, Daniel is uh, our, my eldest son. He's almost 24. And uh, he, he grew up in this church. And from the age of about three, that was his, that was his song. He chose it at every uh, significant moment in his life. And as I just thought about it, I haven't sung it for years now, probably. And I just, it was a bit emotional to, see, you know, to sing that there because he... He's married now. He's married to an Israeli. He lives in Jerusalem and uh, serves in a congregation out there. So he doesn't get to play My Jesus, My Saviour anymore. He's busy having to learn how to play loads of Hebrew uh, songs and learn how to speak that. But why it ties in is because from a young age, those words, the truth of those words were sewn into his heart and, and they're sealed in there. And he's living that out now. And I thought, actually, that's a really pertinent thought because what Ruth and Charlotte and Karen and I are involved in is sharing who Jesus is, all about God, who he is, the fact that you can have a relationship with him. And we get this amazing privilege to sow those same seeds into really small hearts and some bigger hearts too as we go through all the key stages and, and our prayer is that all of that stuff will get sealed into their lives so that those children and young people too will have an opportunity to respond for themselves and to step into the destiny that God has for each and every one of them. So, Ruth. Excellent, thank you. Oh, actually, I'm handing over and... Uh, yeah, I'm not actually, yeah. I'm going to carry on, aren't I? I'm gonna, I've got my plan here. Ruth's, Ruth's done me a nice plan. It's quite fun, actually, because Ruth's job has changed a little bit. I, I have the most hours in the team at the moment, and Ruth does uh, two days, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. So um, I love her to pieces. <laughs> She's become one of my best friends. And, uh, and I kind of miss that uh, we don't get to do, because her role has changed, we don't get to do all the same stuff together really anymore because she's doing different things. So this is, a bit, this is quite fun, actually, to just work, work together, together yeah, and do a plan. I wouldn't be, where, I wouldn't be doing this uh, in the way that I am if it wasn't for Ruth, so I'm profoundly grateful to her. Okay, Psalm 78. Schools Ministry Billericay is built on this foundation. All my people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden from old. 
Things we've heard and known, things our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children so that the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born. And they, in turn, would tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. Okay, thanks, Sue. Such good words, as Sue said, they are they are words for SMB. We actually have them on a, a big picture, lovely written out in our office, done for us by Joe Burgess. Um, <clears throat> okay, so has anybody been watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire this week? Have you seen any of that? Yeah, Alan, excellent. <laughs> okay, so the you remember the Ask the Audience lifeline that they get? Okay, you can see what's coming now, can't you? So <laughs> you might want to turn in your Bibles, in your phones, in whatever you've got, um, Put your hand up if you want one and it will come round to Psalm 78, verse 1 to 7. And I'm going to ask the audience, if you were to do what this psalm is telling you to do, how would you do it? Okay, so the psalm is telling you to pass on what God has said to the next generation how would you do it? We're going to give you a few minutes. It's like being in school now, isn't it? going to give you a few minutes so you can talk to the person next to you. It's not cheating, it's conferring. Um, and I want you to come up with some ways, some ideas. Um, how would you do it? Okay, so this is your Ask the Audience opportunity. So a few minutes, go. If, uh, if we were in school, it would be a lot noisier than this. Yeah, <laughs> there'd, yeah. be a, there'd be a lot more collaborating going on. <laughs> okay, a couple more minutes. How would you do it? If you, if you had to uh, tell the next generation, how would you do it? Okay, then. All of that hubbub. <laughs> okay, ask the audience, how would you do it then? So you've got to tell the next generation about what God has done. How would you do it? Sally and Roger, thanks for volunteering. How yes. would you... <laughs> I'm going to start with the one who knows all the answers first. How would you, how would you do it? Okay, so you've got to know it, you've got to love it, and you've got to believe it yourself before you can even do anything with it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's good. And then yeah. you've got to see what interests children in the future uh-huh. now. Yeah. Brilliant. So you've got to know about children and young people, what appeals to them now. Um, I mean, children don't change, really, do they? Like, fads change, but, but what, they, uh, what engages them doesn't, doesn't yet, and then you've got to do it in that way. Brilliant. Good answers. Should we give them a clap? Because yeah. let's pretend we're in school. Well done. Lovely. <laughs> Very good. Okay, who else? Who else am I going to pick on? Who else, um, who else do I like the look of? Power. It is. <laughs> from if we are in assembly, we'd say, yeah. hands up. This yeah. is a hands up question. Yeah. Oh, look, Chris. Chris went up Chris and then down Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, how would you do it? Yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. 
Yeah, brilliant. So you've got to, you've got to um, relate it to real life, you said, didn't you? And, you? and share your story. I'm going to summarise what you've got. Share what's going on with you um, so that the yeah, children and young people can see that God is real and that he's acting in the world now, in lives now. Fantastic, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Feral. Or Mummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Sharing mistakes, um, because we all want to hear that we all do it and that we all go through it, don't we? Yeah. And then, and then maybe some advice. Maybe don't do what I did. Maybe think a bit wiser and do it differently. Certainly in secondary school, that's a lot of a lot of the conversations we have, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Beryl. Excellent. Um, what about my little friends down here, <laughs> James and Hannah and Ben and Andy? Just doing all my jobs for me. It's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. Um, sport, maybe. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. YouTube sport, things that the that the kids are doing in their life today. Yeah, using all these different ways. That's good. Well done. Mike, had his hand up. Mike yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so if we're doing Bible stories, then we're bringing something, I was going to say something interesting, not that the Bible isn't interesting, (laughs) something engaging, something interactive that goes with it. Yeah, excellent. Or or maybe twisting the story a bit to put it in a modern context. Yeah, we do all of these things, don't we? It's good. Oh. Yeah. And were they interesting? Oh, that's ama- that's amazing. That's so amazing. Yeah, so Pat shared that she went to went to a boarding school and went to lots of different services, but loved the Lord. And and at the end of the day, that's what that's yeah. what SMB are trying to do, trying to pass over that love of the Lord. So you've come up with some really good ideas. So well done, audience. You would definitely pass that question. Thank you. Um, let's have a little look. So lots of the ways that you do it is how we do it. So that's that's brilliant. Um, you're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. This is good. Um, Schools Ministry Billericay, for those of you that don't know, it's churches together in Billericay. So it's not Billericay Baptist Church going into a school. It's not that particular church owning that particular school. It's all churches together. That is such a strength. When we go to different schools work conferences and when we meet different people, that's really unusual and it's a really, really good thing. Um, it's one of the things that the schools love um, because it's not, it's not about um, promoting a particular church's agenda, but it's about the church as a whole showing their love and their care and their concern for the school. So that's brilliant. And it's so good that this church is a part of that. Uh, we work across all key stages. So education is divided up into key stages. So age groups. So they start in key stage one. They've got that nailed, haven't they? <laughs> that's what you would call infant school. They move up to junior school, key stage two. And then secondary school, you have key stage three and key stage four. So schools ministry, we're involved across all of those key stages. And we always have been. Um, at this particular time in our, um, in our movement, we've got Sue, who works with Key Stage 1 and coordinates that. 
We've got Charlotte, who works with Key Stage 2 and coordinates that, and Karen coordinates 3 and 4. So we're in a really strong position um, to have the three who work across that. Um, and then you've got me, who swans around and does what I like. Um, <laughs> The, the motto, the aim of schools ministry has always been serving our schools. Not looking at them and saying, you need to know this, you need to be doing this, but serving. You try and do it how Jesus did it, coming in, serving, showing love, showing mercy. Um, and the reason that we are allowed to come in, the reason that we are invited in to nearly all of the schools in Billericay is because we build relationship and we are trustworthy. We know what we're doing. We know how to operate within a school environment. Um, so we're appropriate. Okay, so that's, that's some of how we do it. Um, Sue's going to talk a little bit about Key Stage 1 and Key Stage 2. And then I'll fill you in on Key Stage 3. And then we'll talk a little bit about where we're going in the future. Okay. That's cool. I don't know where to look now, in front of me or down. Okay, so key stage one. So the infant school. That's my particular kind of remit. So uh, we have got lessons. So uh, one of the things that I do are uh, the RE lessons. And in fact, this week, I've just done them with year one in Sunnymead School. And I absolutely love it. I really love uh, children of that age. I don't mind the kind of wiping their nose on your skirt and uh, the pulling and the, the constant <laughs> shouting out, all the things that Ruth's like, like she says, I don't know how you can, but I said, I really actually quite enjoy all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, so uh, my remit, actually, uh, the school are doing RE in a slightly different way. They're just doing all their, le- all their RE lessons for the half term in one week. And uh, so they were looking at creation and uh, how God made the world. I mean, it was a gift on a plate uh, and uh, awe and wonder. Well, I mean, that goes with the territory, doesn't it? Um, So actually, I was using a a really beautiful Bible that that we have. Um, Sometimes it's called the Jesus Storybook Bible. If you've got young children, I would heartily recommend it. the, the text and the way that it's written as one story, just to give that, um, you know, that overview. It, it's, it's a brilliant resource, and the, the illustrations are fantastic as well. They're, re- they're really fitting. Um, so I used that particular Bible on the, on the first day in the lessons to uh, tell the story, and why, so I was telling the story, and we, uh, we made, we created our world. So it started off with a big piece of black felt that had nothing on it, right down the center of my big circle of children and then we as each day came and passed we added in all our stuff so lots of um props lots of interesting things that the children like lots of you know I've got four children so I've still got a house full of clobber that I've never been able to get rid of so all my animals and you know water things and so we built our own world and then on the second day uh, when I went back the following day to do a follow-up lesson we we sort of recapped what we'd done saw what they could remember and what they wanted to tell me and then um, they made their own world so it was very chaotic, very messy, very sticky. Um, you know, we, we had started our world was a paper plate that had been divided into seven nice little sections, and then they, uh, they, they made their own world, and uh, we had a lot of fun, and uh, it, it was brilliant. Uh, I do assemblies um, 
in year one. And I can't remember, yeah, so people were talking about like bringing the story to life. So yeah, we, we use all kinds of different ways to do that that are fitting. So one really popular uh, kind of thing I remember I've done in Key Stage 1 is uh, for a Christmas assembly actually was we played a game of pass the parcel and it was basically as you unwrapped each layer there were like things in there that helped us to build the story out. That, that was massively popular. Um, they love to join in, they love to um, you know come and be part of it and uh, I quite often as much as I can I'm really fortunate because Julian my husband actually works from home and he starts work super early in the morning so he does have a bit of flexibility at best, not at Christmas time but other times of the year so I try wherever we can to bring him into school with us and he plays the piano for us and seriously it, it's brilliant the schools absolutely love it because most of them say there's no one else that actually plays our piano and they love for the children to actually hear a musician actually coming in and playing. Um, it, it has so many benefits. It can be aspirational as you move into Key Stage 2, you know, to be able to talk to them about stuff. Um, you know, like those that are starting to learn, you know, you might be as good as this one day. And that He's done some duets with children in some schools. Um, it, it can really set the tone. Coming into assembly can be, um, you know, that, that's an interesting thing. Some schools really do it brilliantly. Sometimes it doesn't work that well. But actually having music um, and real live music is just, it's a lovely thing. It, it's a real blessing. Um, prayer spaces, we've done some of those actually in, in Downham School. That's been a school where we've mainly done that. And they're a really lovely chance for children to explore for themselves what they might think about God and Jesus uh, in very sort of creative and tactile and um, exciting ways. And I think, Ruth, you've got one little quote from... Yeah, somebody uh, in, uh, key, in year one last year in a, in RE, after an RE lesson, uh, and they, this little girl said to me, this has been the best day of my school ever because you came and told us this story out of the Bible. I mean, I know they haven't been at school very long, but when you're... <laughs> so there's a way to go. But actually, in a, chi in a child's eyes, it's an eternity. We can all remember that, can't we? How it, it feels like it goes on forever type thing. But uh, it makes it... It's never not worthwhile, but when they say things like that, um, it just... You know that you're, you're doing the right thing in the right place, and it, it's brilliant. I love it. Okay, key stage two. So Charlotte um, holds the, the main key stage two remit. So she and I, so although we have our own remits, there's a bit of, in fact, I moonlight through all the stages slightly, but so I work quite a lot with Charlotte. We're, we're a bit of a team, uh, which, which is good fun, and I'm getting to know her uh, better. And uh, so we do most of our assemblies together uh, in junior schools um, and... Uh, Charlotte um, likes to, she has some big ideas. I'm a bit prone to this. I have this massive idea in the office and I think it's going to be great. You know, there's my epic fail. You know, let's make bread was one of my big ones. Uh, you know, so uh, I can still remember like chiseling all this dough off the carpet in the class. I'm like, why did I think this was a good idea? But the kids, it was like the end of the year. It was like their favourite thing they'd ever done. But Charlotte and I obviously are both a bit wired like that. You know, we have these big ideas. Um, so we've just recently, actually, let's talk about this one assembly we did for Easter. Uh, it was built around uh, what we're worth. So we are worth, we were worth so much that God sent his son to die for us. That was our kind of hook for our Easter assembly. So we developed it around an auction house theme. So um, we... Uh, we were auctioning this very boring, plain-looking vase. Didn't look very exciting, and uh, we'd got our two uh, 
bidders that were kind of all primed. They got their little paddles that we'd made with a little script on the back. And I was the auctioneer and everything, got a hammer and all the rest of it. And then right at the last minute, Charlotte, who's been hiding somewhere, so she absolutely loves anything like that, you know, um, kind of leapt in. We were going to sell it for something like £12, but then she leaps in and she made this giant cheque uh, for a million pounds and so she comes flying in with this cheque but the, the really funny thing was that I think she's a little bit lastminute.com so she'd done it the night before and it hadn't got quite dry and she'd used gloss paint on it so we had this thing in our, we had to keep moving it out of the office because our whole office was like we were all like passing out from the fumes but um, it was really really popular and in one school in particular we because many children they, they had a vague idea about an auction but we went to one school in particular where um, <clears throat> being in an auction culture was uh, very common to them and they knew all about it and this little boy he was an absolute star he was like properly off-piste he put the paddle down he'd got he'd got everything he was emptying out his rhetorical (laughs) pockets he was calling favours in of people that owed him money because he was really determined to kind of get one over on Charlotte so we did we have a lot of fun with that lunchtime clubs uh, Charlotte and I do lunchtime group we do two together uh, and she does one on her own in a different school uh, she's begun to teach walk through the bible lessons some of you might have known that from uh, bible explorer it was called that so I, I usually work with her in that just to support her a bit of moral support I do some of the storytelling as part of it getting the costumes on and off people um, amazing Christmas which is an amazing resource that was completely conceived and created by Sally in her time in schools ministry and is absolutely brilliant. Um, So it's years three and four and we do it on like a biannual thing so every child will get it at some point but we have to do half the schools one year and half the next. Um, We love it, absolutely love it. We've, you know, fiddled around with it a bit over the the time but it it is brilliant. I'm indebted to Sally for that one. It's a fantastic opportunity to explore um, the Christmas story. Brilliant. Life Expo. You all know about Life Expo if you're part of this church because your church was taken over by Life Expo recently and you couldn't come and do anything in here uh, for years five and six. That was another amazing opportunity for all those children to come and discover who Jesus is. And transition lessons. So we're heading into that season now uh, for year six. So, oh yeah, there's the Life Expo pictures. So yeah, all the children in year six um, will have a transition lesson from us where we use a scripture union, yeah, a scripture union book um, called It's Your Move. And it's a chance for them to uh, talk about, you know, their own thoughts and feelings about moving up to secondary school most of us were in here, we're probably all, well, no, we're not all old, but, um, you know, we can cast our minds back. It's a huge thing, isn't it? It's a huge thing for children to, to take that step. And uh, we have this wonderful opportunity to speak into that from a kind of God perspective. I know, and I, we especially love that because, of course, wherever we can, um, that child has said, I loved it, I like it because we got to learn about Jesus and we got to have a snack. So if we can involve food in anything, then that is always good because I think Jesus was Jesus did a lot of stuff with food when you read the Bible. So we, we always think that doing food is, is a good thing where we can and the kids love it. Yeah, great. Thanks, Sue.
Okay, so moving on to secondary school to Key Stage 3 and 4. So there's a little photo there of Karen. Some of you might remember Karen. She grew up in this church as well. <laughs> it's a big link with SMV in this church. So she coordinates 3 and 4. Both her and Charlotte only started in September, so they're really starting to get a feel for the role. They both only do 10 hours a week, which isn't much. So that's why we call them coordinators. They can't go and do everything. Um, but the idea is they coordinate the work they do a lot. We have a lot of volunteers that do a lot as well. Um, so moving into secondary school, the work becomes really, um, really relational, um, just about being a presence for the young people. We'll do some lessons where we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk on a particular subject, whatever the RE teacher um, has got going on that term, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Easter. They do new start modules. Karen was in with year nine just before Easter, doing lessons about Christians in the community, and she organised the street passes to go in and, and talk with them as well. Um, so we do some lessons, but a lot of the work that we do um, is relational, because by that stage, you've all know, you've all heard about what's going on with young people at the moment. Life is, is actually quite difficult. Um, social media plays a big part in their life. They, they don't often get the chance to switch off. They don't often get the chance to be by themselves. They don't often get the chance to process. Um, and that means that they've constantly got things bubbling all the time. Um, so actually to have trusted, reliable people that are there to say, I just want to listen to you. I just want to show you that you're loved, that you're valued. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. That's what God says about you. That's the role that we often will perform in a secondary school. We do that through lunchtime clubs. We do that through community support, which is where we just kind of walk around the lunchtime what's going on, who needs a chat. Um, and the mentoring as well, you can see at the bottom, we've started and we've done a pilot year of a specified mentoring um, project within Mayflower School. That went really, really well. My star mentor, Roger, <laughs> is here. So if you want to know a bit about um, how that went and mentoring, then, then talk to Roger because um, he had a really interesting year with it. Um, we're looking to start that um, and, and get that going properly again soon. Um, and then the prayer spaces. Prayer spaces in secondary school is really interesting um, because young people by that stage often have a very um, definite idea of what prayer is and what prayer isn't. Um, and when you invite them into a room that's got a net um, and with some screwed up paper and it tells them that they can write down their worries and they can kick it in a classroom, they can kick it <laughs> into the net and they can imagine that that is like them getting rid of their worries because they're handing them over to God and then you tell them that that's like praying that's a really interesting thing it really gets them engaging in a different way um, so prayer spaces often bring a different dynamic a different level to what we're doing in school um, the secondary school works quite um, it's quite dynamic it changes um, Karen's fantastic at building relationships with the staff particularly um, and finding out what what does the school need um, and what can we run with? So this term, if you can pray for her, she's running a self-esteem course that she's been asked to do by the school um, with, with a specific bunch of girls. Um, so that we've never done anything like that before. Um, but Karen's, she's really, she's trained in, in quite a lot of, um, of that kind of thing. She's got a psychology degree. So um, pray for her as we're coming up. She's going to start that on Fridays because um, that'll be really, that'll be really interesting little quote there from one of the lunchtime groups and um, this is from the the one that we run in Billericay school we call them new generation or new gen 
Um, and this girl said, Nugen helped me find my place in this school, and the people who run it are really nice. <laughs> we did not ask her to say that. But that was just on reflection, just after her first year at the school. You know, we said, what's it been like? Um, what have you liked? And, and her first thing was, oh, Nugen. I love being a part of Nugen. It's, it's a community. As Sue said, we always bring in food, um, and it's just a place for them to, to be themselves um, and to explore what life is like without the pressures of social media. Okay, looking to the future. We've got a lot of things on the go. That's one of my roles. I am called the Strategic Growth Coordinator. Doesn't that sound fancy? Uh, one of my roles is looking at, you know, what should we be doing a bit more of? What should we be doing a bit less of? Um, and what do we need to do the things that we think God is saying that we need to do? Um, so one of the things that's coming up in September is school pastors. You can see in the notice sheet, I'm asking you if you would like to be a school pastor. Um, so we're going to start this in Billericay School because they're the ones who have asked us for it. Sort of going to start one lunchtime a week. Um, you get a jacket, you get a hat, you get a badge. It's all very exciting. <laughs> you can see me doing my training there last week with my beautiful hat on. And the idea is that um, school pastors are there um, to listen, to show that they care, to be a reassuring presence. Um, not, not there to preach, um, but there to be a signpost um, to young people of where they might need to go if they need help, if there is trouble um, if they need somebody to talk to, that is what they're there for. Um, it's super exciting that Villaricky School have asked us for this. Um, we, we went in, we had a we had a chat with the head teacher, and um, I sort of I was all prepared with all my fancy words and all my leaflets to sell it to him, and he was just like, yeah. Yeah, when can you start? And he said, oh, we're in an academy trust with another school. Can you do it there as well? Um, and I said, no, because it was somewhere else. But, <laughs> but the amazing thing is God was already working on a church in that other place um, and they were already starting. So it's all, it all comes together, doesn't it? But um, pray for us in that because this is a new thing. It's quite a big thing. You need some finances to get this off the ground for training and for uniforms and things. Um, and I would love you to come and, and be a part of this. So talk to me about it if it, um, if it rings your fancy. <laughs> Okay, it's like the advert slot now. So we're just about to begin um, a kind of a, a corporate... The, the youth workers and, and kind of people involved in all that kind of stuff in the town have always met together, and then because of various changes over the last couple of years, maybe uh, the dynamics of that have changed. So we're kind of just relaunching, and this week is the first uh, of what will be monthly gatherings of anybody that's involved in children's work, uh, youth work or schools work in the town and that doesn't it, that doesn't mean that you have to be like an employee of a church or an organization I think you know the idea I'm right in saying on I Ruth is that um, anybody so even if you if you teach in Kingdom Kids or you know the youth delve or anything like that it's open to anybody that's got any kind of involvement and wants to kind of just get together to support to pray to share resources and to just kind of you know yeah it's good to work together isn't it it's good so that's really exciting that first one of those is happening this week on Wednesday at you see I can't even read that it's 11 o'clock in brown sugar I think isn't it mm -hmm. perfect what's not to like you'll all be signing up for kingdom kids now so that you can come to that yeah yeah we're not checking ideas you come in okay and jacket potato lunch thursday the 24th of may it will be held i'm sure it's all advertised on the bulletin but in Christchurch, do come along to support that it's a great place to just come and have your lunch get a really nice lunch there's lots of really nice cakes uh, you get to catch up with a few people but most importantly you get to make um, a donation that helps to support 
Schools Minister Billericay. And historically, the money that we raise from this kind of summer one um, goes towards buying the It's Your Move books um, that I was talking about for the transition lessons, the ones from Scripture Union, so that every child in the town will go away with one of those in their hand that's got, it's packed full of loads of really fun things and, and lots of God stuff too. So come along to the Jacket Potato Lunch. So just a, just a tiny little snapshot um, of what SMB is involved in. Couldn't stand here and tell you about everything because there is so much. Um, so that's a little bit of what we do. I um, thought we'd just share a little bit of how. How are we supported? How do we exist? Um, so there are trustees. So SMB is a charitable trust. So we have trustees from all the church, not all the churches, some of the churches in the town, um, we have the four staff members, um, and then we rely heavily on volunteers, okay? And those volunteers come from the local churches. And I just thought you'd want to see, and I have asked none of these people for their permission to use their photo, because <laughs> they're all from Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, this is just a really tiny selection of the volunteers from just this church that have done something to support SMB or an SMB event in the past year, okay? So not even going further back than the past year. I want you to get an idea that schools ministry, Billericay, is your mission to the schools, okay? So just a tiny section there. Lots of those people were involved in Life Expo, which is obviously held here. Lots of those people made lunches for Life Expo. <laughs> so it's not about... Um, volunteering for SMV is not about saying, yeah, I can definitely come in and run one of your lunchtime clubs for you. I can definitely come in and do an assembly because I'm really confident speaking in front of children and adults. <laughs> but supporting SMV, there's such a wide range of things. Um, I'll just give you, I'm just going to ask you, um, one of the things I'm looking for at the moment is somebody who thinks that they can um, think about some fundraising for us and think about applying for grants. Okay, that's somebody that I really need. So if you think, oh, I might be able to do that, I might have some feelers and I might have to think of some ideas, then please come and talk to me. Or equally, if you want to drop somebody else in it because you think that they'd be really good at it, <laughs> then, um, then come and talk to me as well. SMV is what it is because of all the volunteer support, because of the, the way that it brings and connects church with school. Okay, I want, I want you to get that. I want you to know that it is you as a church in Villariki that keeps SMV going, okay? And of course, <laughs> prayer. <laughs> we rely so much on prayer, and um, I, I credit heavily the 25 years of prayer that have gone into holding SMB and to keeping it going. It's, it's amazing. Um, I've put our email address up there because Sue produces a um, prayer calendar for every day of the term, um, and then it comes out to you near-ish, the start of the new term. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if, if you want to receive that, or equally if you want it in your pigeonhole here, um, then send us an email and let us know. Um, if you haven't got a pen and can't write that down, then come and talk to me afterwards and I'll take your email. Um, but it's just a really handy way of, of reminding you to pray. I also pop some stuff up on Facebook every now and then, which uh, is a nice little reminder of what we're doing. Um, so yeah, our volunteers, our trustees, and finance. Um, SMB exists... Because the churches together in Billericay, including this church, a lot, um, put money towards us. And then that's how SMB pays 
its staff. Um, I mentioned earlier that um, Charlotte and Karen are on 10-hour contracts. Um, the reason they're only on that 10 hours is not because they can't do more hours, it's because we can't pay them to do more hours because we don't have enough money. I would love them to be on longer hour contracts. Okay? So if you think that you might be able to do anything about that, then let us know, let me know. Um, if that's the person who's going to go and look for funds for me or if that's that you want to support yourselves. Um, that, would, that would be amazing. The thing that holds SMB back from doing more in school is not opportunity. So don't pray for opportunities for us. We've got all the opportunities in the world <laughs> because we've got the relationship and the trust. It's our resources that holds us back. Now, uh, that's one of the things I'm looking at in my role because in my head that doesn't seem right. I don't think that's how kingdom works, is it? I don't know. Um, so pray for that with me. Um, pray for the resources and we'll, we'll see what God's going to do. Uh, but that's, that's how we are. And then we have some individual givers as well as the churches as well. And then we have events like the Jackie Potato Lunch um, that raise money for often specific things, which is really good. Um, we thought that it would be really good to pray um, because that's a really good thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> um, Sue's come up with a kind of specific way that we're going to get you to pray just to finish off the service. Okay. Okay, so uh, currently in um, lunchtime groups, we're uh, doing, in, pri- in Key Stage 2, we're doing all about prayer. And as part of that, one of the activities were that we gave them a little printed out mobile phone. So we were looking at the Lord's Prayer, thinking about the fact that even Jesus' friends who sort of lived and walked with him needed help to know how to pray and what to pray about. So it has the Lord's Prayer printed on one side, and then it was blank on the other side. And so the, uh, the kids were uh, writing their own prayers. So um, we've, what we've done is we've printed off some of those. So I'm going to ask you just to gather yourselves into sort of workable groups uh, type thing, you know. And uh, we're going to give you a little sheet, or there's these little sheets with some of their uh, prayers. Because basically the reason why we've chosen to do that is so that you can, you can see for yourself there a really lovely insight into what is on the hearts of the children and the young people that we work with. There's also a sheet there uh, where we uh, ask some of our secondary school um, in the lunchtime group in Billericay, if you could ask God one thing, what would you... What would you like to ask him? And there's one particular, it's quite revealing. It's quite revealing. It's a good way that can help to inform our prayers. And this is what one person wrote. Why someone so amazing loves someone like us? Why someone so amazing loves someone like us? That's a big thought, isn't it, to come out of a teenage mind. There's lots of other stuff. Please pray for my dog. Is my nan okay in heaven? All that stuff. But it, it's, a, it's a window about how to pray. So we're going to give you one of these little things, have a little look at. The reason why I've actually printed them up is because I have a particular soft spot. It's my key stage one head. I love to actually see their writing, their crazy spelling, their scribbly bits, because I just think it just it shows us who they are, really, than if we'd just written it out. So go for it, Ruth. So you've got to kind of get messy now into a small group and just spend a few moments praying. Okay, thanks everyone. I'll just um, I'll join in with you as you finish off your last prayers. Father, I just want to thank you so much for your goodness, 
Thank you for your praiseworthy deeds. Thank you that we get the mandate to pass this on to the next generation. Thank you that we know you and we can share you. Thank you for the 25 years of SMB that that has been happening, that, that I get to join in with and that this church is a part of. And, um, and Lord, I just lift up the next 25 years to you. We pray your vision, we pray your way, pray your resources. Help us to, to do whatever we need to do in what you're calling us to do to be a part of this. Thank you that you hear our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for having us. If you want to take those sheets with you and, and keep praying, that's amazing. Um, we're going to finish the service there. No last song, sorry. Um, and tea and coffee at the back uh, if you want to help yourself when you're ready. Um, come and chat to us. It's been lovely being with you. Thank you.